Well, cheering. Where there's so much racket, there must be something out of kilter. I think that twixt the Negroes of the South and the women of the North all talking about rights. The white man will be in a fix pretty soon. But what's all this here talking about? That man over there said that women need to be helped into carriages and lifted over ditches and to have the best place everywhere. Nobody ever helped me into carriages or over mud puddles or give me any best place and ain't I a woman? Look at me. Look at my arm. I have plowed and planted and gathered into bonds and no man could head me. And ain't I a woman? I can work as much and eat as much as a man when I could get it and bear the lash as well. And ain't I a woman? I have borne 13 children. And seen most of all sold off to slavery. And when I cried out my mother's grease, none but Jesus heard me. And ain't I a woman? Then they talk about this thing in the head. Uh, uh, what's they call it there? Uh, uh, oh yeah, that's it. Intellect. That's it, honey. Intellect. What that got to do with women's rights and Negroes' rights? If my cup won't hold but a pint and yours hold the quart, wouldn't you be mean not to let me have my little half measure full? Then that little man in the black there, he say, women can't have as much rights as men because Christ wasn't no woman. Well, where did your Christ come from? Where did your Christ come from? From God and a woman. Man had nothing to do with him. If the first woman God ever made was strong enough to turn the world upside down all alone, these women together ought to be able to turn it back and get it right side up again. And now they asking to do it. The men better let them. Oblige to you all for hearing me. But old Sojourner ain't got nothing more to say. Sojourner Truth Emblazed at Akron, Ohio stage. Words resonating with reason, leaving white men flabbergasted, giving birth to flappers and every feminist activist after that. She set the path and treaded it steadfast, forewarned of the perils and aftermath to clash and bash God's gift. As if she's uneven. As if she's the reason the indigenous are bleeding, the earth is dying and mothers are grieving. No, it's the greed of men who tend to beat them, subjugate and mistreat them. Why would you curse the womb that birthed them? The first to feed them, the only to nurse them, then deny we need them? No, this was more than just a plight to reach them. This was the changing of the time. The spark of the flame to ignite the fight for freedom. Equal rights, equal pay, and equal means to use them. Miss Truth, we salute you. Along with Mary Church and Ida B. Wells, there would be no 19th Amendment without you. 
No vote to cast, no voice to blast, no issues to tend to. So on behalf of all the women who had a hand in the advancement of women on this planet, I thank you. Spoken Soul Sessions. You ready, my man? With Poetic Black. Ain't nothing holding me back but me and who's holding you but you. you. Check this out, man. Spoken Soul Sessions. Oh, my God. This is Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Bold stances and lewd advances got us here. You are listening to Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. We'll start from scratch, exploring new possibilities. Another episode of Spoken Soul Sessions. I'm your host, Poetic Black, and I am happy to be here today. What's good, Spoken Soul family? It's a beautiful day. I hope that your day. It's going as beautiful as mine. I hope your dreams, I hope your dreams are in pursuit of fruition. I hope you are steadfast on your journey to become a better you. The plan and the plight for tomorrow starts today, people. I hope you're on that. Today, family, today, we're going to celebrate the beautiful women, our beautiful, beautiful women. I did a four-part series, a motivational series for the fellas, for my brothers, my kings, and I thought it was only right that I matched that with a four-part series for motivation for my queens, my sisters. I started I started the show with uh, with a poem that I did some years ago. I believe I wrote that piece uh, yes, I wrote that piece back in 2016. I know that because it was one of the pieces that I performed in a um, in a big slam. Uh, the nights of the night of champions. It was a big slam in New York City, hosted by you know a, a good friend of mine. You know my brother, distinguished to God. He put on this big slam where he took a lot of different winners from previous slams that he had put up. 
And uh, he put them all together to do one like giant slam, champions of all champions type slam. And that's one of the pieces that I uh, that I did for that particular slam. And I think it's 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 relevant still today in light of what we see going on in current events uh just recently i i saw uh a video of a football player zach stacy and um wow man that that video was like whoa you know and it got me to thinking it got me to thinking like what pushes a man to do something like that that horrendous you know to the mother of your child that's what makes it so so crazy that you did this while your child was sitting there right there on the couch your child was there and you just you just did this to to their mother like that and it was just it was just crazy so uh i thought i'd take it to the podcast because when i seen that i was like wow this is just this is despicable despicable but what drives a man to that so today we're talking about the woman and i started it in the beginning of the poem because it's the poem is kind of slashed in between because in the beginning i'm doing the a reenactment or a rendition of the speech that sojourner truth gave i believe it was 1851 in Akron, Ohio It was the women's convention The women's convention And she delivered that speech Ain't I a woman And In that In that speech You know I got a lot from it But one of the things that I got away That I that I took away from that speech Was that she was Warning It was a warning It was a warning of the perils to come If men didn't sit and recognize the cycle of life, you know, if you know anything about the metal nature, the metal nature in African studies or Egyptian studies or, you know, uh, Kemet studies rather in Kemet studies, you know, they deal with the metal nature and my understanding of what the metal nature is, is, is the observance of nature. In Africa, you know, a lot of outsiders looking in Africa, they will make the the they will misconstrue what the Africans was doing. And they would say that the Africans was dealing in voodoo, they was dealing in witchcraft, or they was dealing in uh uh polytheist polytheist behavior, meaning they had so many different types of gods. They made anything into a god. This is how they would describe the Africans or the Kemet or the people who followed this culture. And the Medunetcha was actually the observance of culture, the observance of the environment, noticing what happens in the environment and trying to be conducive to aid in the environment to continue the process. So when you look at the process of the growing of the, the fruit or herbs or anything you want to grow, It takes the seed to be planted You have to plant the seed If the seed is not planted Or the seed is not irrigated Or whatever the case may be If you don't treat the seed 
and put and do the work to put the seed in the ground, it won't grow. So you have to do your part. You have to initiate the process. You have to initiate the process. So when you really look at it, right, you know, using this as an analogy, observing nature, observing what the woman is to you. When you look at all the things that the women, that women provide, the first, your first sustenance, the first, your first, your first, the first morsel of sustenance that you ingest when you're born is from your mother. It's from your mother. The first sustenance that you ingest is from your mother. The only one to nurse you. She births you. She nurses you. She sustains you. So in all essence, this is your God. In essence, if you want to look at it on a, you know, on a looking at it as a metaphor, this is your God. Everything that you need to exist, she is providing. She is providing. So the warning is look look at the way you treat the women. <clears throat> look at the cultures, the different cultures around the world and the way they treat women. Even when you deal with inheritance, you deal with inheritance if you go into the scriptures and you deal with inheritance, the women get less inheritance. She get less of that what a what a man get. Half of what a man get, she would get. So if her, if 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 the father had had two daughters and one son the son and he had and just say instance for instance he had a hundred dollars he had a hundred dollars the boy would get fifty dollars and each girl would get 25 25 half of that of a man even in even in the uh islamic culture when you're dealing with witnesses it's two women to every one man when you're dealing with a witness in the court of law. So if you have if you have if you have some a crime has been committed, a crime has been committed, and you need witnesses, it takes two women to equal one man as a witness in the court of law. And that's crazy. It's crazy. But you look at the way that women are depicted in history. Look at Eve. Look at, uh, I mean, in the history, in uh, in religious history, or in dogma. Look at Eve; she's the source of all the trauma, all the all the the world's heartache. She the one that convinced Adam to eat the apple. You see the way that the women are being depicted: something evil, something base, low. Look at Delilah. Delilah, Samson and Delilah, Samson the strong man and the wicked woman, the harlot came to take him down. So you see the stature of women in the society. In the society, you see how they lessen the stature of women. For whatever reason they do that. 
But this was a warning that Sojourner Truth gave to the people to recognize. Recognize the contribution that women have to this cycle of life that we have. I mean, at what point in time are you going to sit and give recognition to that which you need to exist? And a lot of times it's perpetuated in the upbringing of the women. What do we teach our girls? Oh, you got to know how to cook. You got to know how to clean. You got to know how to please a man. And in essence, it's true. In essence, it's true because that's the way the world works. We teach our women, we teach our young girls that, oh, your your highest achievement is to please a man. Your highest achievement is to please a man. What are we really teaching our girls? What are we really teaching our girls? So when you look at it, we have a warped ideal or warped view of the woman's stature in society. If you want to rectify a society or if you want to, if you want to, if you want to change, if you want to change the way a society is moving, you have to do it through the woman. If you want to change the mindset of a people, you have to do it through the woman because the woman will always be the first teacher of the child. The caretaker, the provider, the sustainer. And when when something provides for you and when something sustains you, you tend to give it reverence. You tend to give it reverence, but sometimes it don't go like that. Sometimes it don't go like that. Sometimes we have the case of Zach Stacy. You know what I'm saying? We have those cases where we don't give reverence to the womb that bore us. Or we don't give reverence. Because if you can do this in front of your child, she went through labor pain. She went through all types of shit to bring this child into the world. And if you could do that in front of your child, you're heartless, man. Heartless. But when you look at it, it's all it all comes down to the way we view the woman's view, her stature in society. And it's a lessened view. The woman's stature is lessened. Oh, you're just a woman. Look, look, you just look at how it play out in the movies. Look, all the laws, the mob laws. Women and children are excluded. You view her as being weak. You view her as, as being less than, but not less than, equal but different. Equal but different. I'm raising a little girl. I'm raising a little girl. And the sight of someone taking advantage of my daughter, it frightens me. It frightens me. Because I know 
I would lose it. I know. But this is the society that we're raising our girls in. And it's the men responsible. It's the men responsibility. Because the strength lies or physical strength, rather the physical strength, the, the brawn, it lies. It lies in the man. So you can be a sucker type dude and, oh, I'm stronger than you. I can I can beat you. I can I can throw you against the wall. I can choke slam you through tables. And you feel big. You feel you feel like you're strong. You feel like you're you're a man. You're a coward. You're straight coward. Straight coward. But you see, this is a type of society that we're living in where things like this can go on. How many of us has been have been in households where you see our mothers, we see our mothers being beat on? We see our mothers being beat on, we see our aunties being beat on, we see our sisters getting beat on. Hmm. That energy scares me, man. That energy scares me, man, because I know. Mm, 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 mm. I know. If a dude violate mine. Whoa. I don't even want to speak that energy into existence. But we have work to do. We have work to do. And it starts with recognizing and understanding the true strength of a woman what she can endure what she goes through to bring you into being is phenomenal it's phenomenal you know you got a left hand and you have a right hand you have a left hand and you have a right hand if your left hand Said I'm stronger Than the right hand I don't need him I don't need him for nothing He's weak I'm strong But without that right hand How can the left hand get clean And how can the right hand Get clean without the left hand In essence You need each other Every person have a dominant hand and they have a, a, a weak hand. Think about it like that. Whatever hand that's dominant, whatever's, what, whatever hand you do everything with, that represents your strength. That's your masculinity. And then you have your other hand. It's not the hand you do everything with, but this hand, it, this hand supports you. It supports you. You may not you, you may not be able to write with this hand, but if, if you were in a fight, if you were in a fight, this hand could protect you. 
this hand will protect you. So in essence, you got to look at strength. There's some things that your right hand can't do if you're a right-handed person. There's some things that your right hand can't do. And if your right hand, if your right hand, if you're a dominant, if you're a dominant, a right-handed dominant person, and I'll use this as an example, because I box. You know, I grew up boxing or whatever the case may be. I train. I do train people to box too. And you know me, at one point in time in my life, I wanted to be a professional fighter. So understanding when I first started to fight, I had a trainer, trainer Khalifa. This brother was a he was a he was a he was a strong brother. He had a strong punch. And when he started to train me, he was like, let me see your left hand. Now, I'm a right-handed, I'm a right-handed person. I'm a right-handed, you know what I'm saying? I, I lead with my right hand. My right hand is my power hand. But he said, let me see your left hand. So I threw a jab, then I threw a left hook. And he said, it ain't shit. Your left hand is weak as hell. So he started working with me with my left hand. He started working with me with my left hand. He would focus on it. He would make me do punch drills. And it would be mainly focused on my on my left hand. To the point after about a year or so, my left hand became my most dominant punch. My most strongest punch. The most strongest punch I could deliver, whether I was sparring or whether I was on the bag, it would be my left hand, my left hook. It surpassed my right hand. It surpassed my right hook. It surpassed it. Because I worked so hard on it. He he deliberately made me work that hand till it became so strong. That became my strongest punch. So it's about cultivation. It's about, it's about putting the time in. A lot of times we don't want to put the time in to cultivate something that's useful. To cultivate something that's beneficial. What we want to cultivate, we want to cultivate our desires. We want a woman to fit our desires. And that's what separates men from boys. That's what separates men from boys. But all the responsibility doesn't go just on the man. Because there's accountability for the woman as well. You have to be accountable for the way you carry yourself. Because I tell you something, for the most part in this world, in the most part, because there is there are certain situations where women find themselves and they're helpless, <clears throat> depending on the situation and there's no one there to assist. But if you stand on a certain type of character, if you stand on a certain type of character as a as a woman, you you should never be afraid to voice or express who you are if you carry yourself a certain way. Now you're gonna have these dudes that you got you got women beaters, you got individuals like who 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 who, who take advantage of the physical strength of a woman. Who take advantage of the physical strength of a woman And try to subjugate them These are cowards But you as a woman You have to be accountable for you 
because I'm pretty sure there'll be a man somewhere in the vicinity. Hopefully there'll be a real man in the vicinity to assist you in your endeavors if you ever come in a, in, in a point where, you, where you're in trouble. I hope because we're living in we living in a time now that you got these lames who who pick up a damn phone and record this shit. They'll record this shit. But you got to be accountable for you. Carry yourself as a woman and demand nothing less. Demand nothing less. And a lot of times we find our sisters today, they fall victim because society perpetuates this bullshit that, oh, you got to just please a man and you good. So women play that role. They'll play that angle. Oh, I'm helpless. I'm helpless. You're not helpless, sister. You're not helpless. And when you stand up, when you stand up and you just live in your truth, no, I mean, just be a woman. Don't try to don't try to be complacent or try to fit in or try to or try to fit the mold of society when they tell you, oh, you got to play down. You got to play yourself down because you're a woman. You can't be as strong. You can't be the you can't be the uh, the one speaking in the boardroom because you're a woman. You got to know your place. Times are changing. Women are becoming more and more successful in the professional arena. Way more way more successful than a lot of men. So the times are changing. So in this, we have to change also. We have to change also. It's time for us to wake up. And it's time for these sisters. My sisters, it's time for you guys to wake up and stop choosing men. Stop choosing these individuals based on superficial reasons. I know you're young. I know you're going to experiment. You got to see what you like. You got to, you know what I'm saying? You got to go on dates and things of that nature, but you got to have some type of bottom line, some type of standard that, okay, this is the parameter of where I'm going to date. If a guy's about this, this, and this, okay, I'll date him. If a guy's about this, this, and this, no, I'm not even entertaining that. And you got to set standards like that. Because by doing that, you weed out a lot of the, a lot of the, the riffraffs, a lot of the, 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 the lame ass cowards is just looking to take advantage. But have some type of standard. Don't just fall for anything. Don't don't just let a man tell you anything. You just go with it. Oh, like you're this the dumb dance damsel in distress. Or like, oh, uh, you ain't got no, you ain't got no sense to think past go. No. Use your mind. Use your mind. And start choosing the men. The men that you choose to date, the men that you choose to give the, the time of day to. Make sure that they have a certain standard. Make sure they have a certain, a certain uh, caliber. You see this dude on the corner all day selling weed. So he do sell weed or whatever all day long. Ain't got two nickels to rub together. 
Maybe you got a pair of Jordans and, and three pair of jeans. And you and you and you out in the streets acting stupid for this dude. You out in the streets just just forgetting like you got you ain't got no sense for this individual. Set your standard. Because I'm telling you, as a man, speaking from a man's perspective, every man put a one every man put women in categories. It's not it's, it's nothing sexist about this. Cause I think every woman put men in categories. Or they should. But men put women in categories. There are women that 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 men look at and they say, Oh, it's it's just sexual. It's just sexual. They're not thinking about, oh, I want to build a family with her. I want, I want her to have my last name. I want to, I want to, I want to take out a life insurance policy on her. I want to, you know, you thinking long term. You thinking long term. No. When 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 dudes, you see these dudes watching Instagram and they see all these Instagram models on the on the Instagram shaking their behind and all that stuff. You think that he wanna wife that that he wanna he wanna he wanna go out buy a ring get down on one knee and propose no no men are visual there's no there's no getting around that there's no getting around that men are visual creatures and we we react to what we see and women I'm pretty sure you know that because you see the reaction you get when you go out in the in the street in the summertime with some spandex on. No long t-shirt. You got a you got a short t-shirt on and you got some spandex and you got a and you got a you know what I'm saying? The Lord done blessed you. And you go outside in some straight up yoga pants. You know? And see the attention you get. See the attention you get. So you know that men are visual. Men will react to what they see. And they will react to what they don't see. Get, get like get up on game. What they don't see. Leave something to the imagination. Because once a man sees too much, you're going in a certain category. That may not even be you. You may be a goal-driven person. You may be a, a you know what I'm saying? You, you got your shit together. You, you're going to school. You, you know what I'm saying? You got a job. You're driving. But you come outside wearing some skimpy, you know, you can see everything. You can see all your adornments. How you think that he's going to look at you? You think he's looking at you like he want to marry you? No, he's looking at you like he wants to have sex with you. And that's what he wants. But if if you want to build a life with this man, that's not the way to get it. That is not the way to get it. No man wants something that every man, that every man, every man that either had or is trying to get. And that's just a reality. That's, that's advice coming from a male. I'm a man. And I'm telling you, this is what men do. The more you show a man of your adornments, the least amount of respect you would get from him. 
he will look at you as a as as something to conquer. Oh, I need to get that. I want that. And if you're giving him any type of play, that's all, that's all that's on his mind. He's trying to smash and dash. That's it. And that's it. Because there's always going to be somebody badder than you. It's always going to be somebody badder than you. Always. I don't care how, how much you curve you curve. I don't care how pretty you are. There's always going to be someone badder. Always. That's just the way life is. But the reality is, if you want a man to look at you, try to get to know you, understand you, you got to be mindful of what you show him. Be mindful of what you give him so freely. Be mindful because it matters. It really do. It matters if you're going out, if you're trying to get the attention of, of, of a young man. And every time you're around, if you think you're getting his attention by wearing some skimpy clothes or some spandex or some, some tight fit and stuff. And that he, he want to be with you because of that, yes, he wants to be with you, but not in the capacity that you think he wants to be you. He wants to be with you in the capacity of just sex. He can smash. He can tell all his friends he smash. He can tell all his friends how much of a freak you are and all that. And they'll sit around, smoke blunts and laugh about it. You got to be smarter than that, queen. You got to be smarter than that, queen. Don't fall for that shit. And trust me, he's not worth your time. He's not worth your time. I know you're young. You know what I'm saying? You see the guy, oh, he's cute. Oh, I like him, blah, 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 blah. I understand all that. Understand it. I'm talking to my young sisters. Don't fall into the trap. And you you seen what he like. You see him, you see him looking on the block, looking at all the chicks with the fat asses. And you want, you want that man. You want him. You think that you can change him. You think that you can change him. Trust me, if a man shows interest in you and he want to be with you, he's going to pursue you. He's going to pursue you. If he wants to be with you, he will pursue you. It's just it, it's just determining how is he going to pursue you? Is he going to pursue you in the capacity of I want to pursue you to give you my last name? Or do he want to pursue you in the means of just sexual relations? Seeding you up. You got dudes out there that seed chicks up on purpose because she's bad. She's pretty. Oh, I'm going to seed that up. She's going to be my baby mama. I'm going to have I'm going to have access to her forever. That's how some of these these young dudes think out here. And you got to be on point. You got to be on game. You got to be sitting there like, yo, do I really want this for my life? You going to school or whatever the case may be, you experimenting sexually. It's understandable, very understandable. However, you have to be on the ball at all times because you got guys out here that don't care about your well-being, that don't care about your future plans. Seed you up and fuck up your whole career. Fuck up your whole career before it even starts. Your whole life. But you gotta be mindful. You gotta be on it. You gotta be on, on your game. Don't allow these individuals to gas you up. 
oh, he looking at you. He he the little dope boy on the block and he hollering at you. He like you. Of course, he going to holler at you. You cute. You ambitious. You're beautiful. You're radiant. Of course, he going to holler at you. Do you want him, though? Stop thinking in the capacity of trying to be someone, trying to be someone's property, trying to be someone's possession. You want to be possessed. No, you want to choose your husband. You want the you want the you want the freedom of choice. The freedom of choice. We're going to have a word from one of our sponsors, but we'll be right back. Hello. This is William S. Peters Sr., a.k.a. Just Bill from Interchild Press International. First, I must say we at Interchild Press are proud to support my brother, Daniel Green, a.k.a. Poetic Black, and his prolific, embracing, and informative program, Spoken Soul Sessions. As a publisher and now sponsor of the work Poetic Black does, we at Interchild Press International offer to you his listeners and all spoken word artists, writers, and poets, a 10% discount on all of our publishing packages and services. Please mention code Spoken Soul to take advantage of this offer while it lasts. You can contact us at InTouch at innerchildpress.com and we hope to see your words in print very soon. We are Interchild Press International, building bridges of cultural understanding. That's www.innerchildpress.com. Thank you. Yeah, you guys go over there and y'all check out Bill. He got a whole bunch of different publishing packages to get your stuff out there. Get your, if you're a first time author, you know, you want to get your chat book out. You want to get your poetry book out. Great guy, responsible for so many first-time authors getting their work out into the atmosphere. So if you go over there and you use the promo code Spoken Soul S-O-L, you can get a 10% discount on all publishing packages that they have over there. So go check that out at Any Child Press. But yes, my sisters, today's the day that we don't tolerate no more. Today's your day, queen. Stop tolerating the same old shit. Because if you make a man jump, he'll jump. You got to make him jump. If you want a man to run, he'll run. You got to make him run. Stop doing, stop being uh, society's uh, poster child for victimhood. You, you get involved with these individuals You know their character Before you get involved with them And then when it comes back to bite you Now Oh you want a pity party Oh now you didn't know You was oblivious No Stop Let's Stop this Set these men to a higher standard a higher standard because believe me queen you're not losing anything if he choose to deal with someone else you're not 
that you set these men to the standard that you want. You don't want you don't want no man out there making his bread and butter hustling like selling drugs or whatever the case may be. Because ain't nothing wrong with hustling. Ain't nothing wrong with hustling. But what's your hustling though? What's your hustling? Every successful person has a little hustle in them. But what's your hustling? If you got a guy out there hustling things that's gonna get you, get him time. Whatever y'all building is gonna is gonna take away and destroy once he's gone. You don't want that in your life. Yeah, it might look might look good now. He pushing the whip. He he. You know what I'm saying he got money in his pocket. Whatever the case may be. But sooner or later, Johnny Law is gonna come. Sooner or later. Whether it's Johnny Law, whether it's the stick-up kids, whether it's, you know what I'm saying, whatever, something is going to come. Because that type of energy, that type of energy doesn't last long. You got to get in and get out. It's not something that you want to retire in. Not something you want to retire in. So if you know that's what this dude is about, you know that he hustle. He ain't got no job. He's not in school. He ain't got no ambition. You don't know what he want to do. He just raps all day. He a rapper. He's a rapper. How many 40 plus rappers we know today? But he's 18 now. He want to be a rapper. I'm not saying that he can't be. I'm not saying he can't be, but you got to be the judge of that, Queen. You just can't look at this man and say, oh, just because he's cute, he got a couple of bars or whatever the case may be. That's it. I'm riding along. If anything, help him get to that, that dream. Help him get to that pinnacle. Be instrumental in helping them reach that that success or be getting in the in the game. You know? But trust me, Queen. Trust me. If you don't set these men to a standard, you you'll attract anything. Anything is gonna come your way. If you don't set no boundaries, if you don't put the a, a filter, everything is gonna come at you. Because as a woman, I know you know as a woman, you know what I'm saying? As a woman, you see, like, a lot of times men, we don't realize how many times women get advanced every single day. How many times? Like, you seen your wife, your wife is going to work or whatever the case may be. How many times dudes try to advance on them, try to holler at them? And how many times they turn dudes down on a daily basis? If women sat down and told you, you wouldn't believe it. A woman can get hollered at about like 30 times before she get to the train station. So she's got to weed through all this damn traffic every single day, every single day. That's why it's important for you to put that filter up, put that filter up and set standards for you and him. So if he if if he likes you and he really likes you. And you set these standards, he's gonna he's gonna say, all right, I'm gonna get my shit together because this is what I want. That's one thing about a man. Once he set his eye on something and, and this and you set the standards, this is how you gotta get it. If you want this, if you want me, this is what you gotta be doing in order to get me. You gotta be doing something constructive and hold him to task. And when we do this, our our whole community rises. We all elevate together. We all elevate. We all elevate. We got to stop waiting for the for the other to initiate. Somebody got to initiate it. 
We, why don't we just both initiate on the same at the same time? One step closer to you, one step closer to me. It's time. It's time for us to stop falling for the same old shit. The same old shit. Set those standards. Because men have a tendency of making you feel like the most beautifulest thing in the world until they get what they want. Until they get what they want. So I understand, my sisters. I understand what you go through. I do understand. I try every day to try to understand, to want to know more. But what I do know, giving you inside game, inside game, set standards for yourself. And you set standards for him to get to you. You ain't on no basement level. Make him come up to the penthouse to get you. And if you're worth it, he's coming. That's what you got to know. If you're worth it, he's coming. Ain't no shadow of a doubt. He's coming. He's coming. We got to start wanting more. We got to start wanting more. Want more than just a bottle of Henny for the weekend and, 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 and an A for weed. Want more than that. And his ambition match with your with your with your ambition. I often use this 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 analogy of a horse. I said men are like horses and the women are like the riders of the horses. A wise woman will know when to intense to speed, when to hit the reins and make them go faster. And a wise woman will know when to pull the reins to slow him down so he don't run off a cliff. In essence, we're needing each other. One hand washes the other. There's no shame in either role. The one who's riding the horse or the horse itself, both is needed in this scenario. To get where you're going Both are needed So we gotta start thinking in those terms And my sisters The first step is to set those standards Set those boundaries Set your filters So that anything is not coming your way Anything won't come your way And if you hold yourself to a certain degree A certain stature Some men ain't even going to try to holler at you Because they know They know already they're out your league I mean They're not even in your league They know They know Set your standards high Set your standards high yeah, dating is cool Getting to know people is cool I'm not saying that you can't do that I'm just saying put the filter up If this dude ain't about this If dude, if, if dude ain't about growth and development He shouldn't interest you Despite the fact that he's cute or not Especially not thinking past the, 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 uh, 
the sex have sex with this man unprotected don't do that if you know if you know that this dude is not about anything he's not about growth and development you just saying oh i just want to get off okay understandable but you know you got to be responsible in that degree you got to be responsible you got to be responsible we got to we got to just do better the women need to expect more from the men and men we got to expect to do more we got to expect to do more we're, we're traveling and we're moving on a low frequency we got to we got to make our frequency we got to get our frequency up and and start moving on a higher frequency whereas we can come together to make progress of success we got to come together knowing how to utilize each other in the right capacity fellas you need to understand the position the importance the necessity of women and be an instrument to help cultivate our society in a better place where you ain't coming at these sisters all type of crazy ways man We got to really start thinking about our future and what we're what we're projecting, what we're giving, what we're out here, uh, you know, telling our babies. What 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 examples we're out here giving our babies? Because they're watching. Hold these brothers to a higher standard. Hold these brothers to a higher standard. Don't just be out here just falling for anything. And then once once it all comes crashing down, you want to be like, oh, I didn't know. You knew. You knew. And you know now. So do better. Do better. We got work to do. And if you want to if you want to rectify society, you have to go through the women to do it. We got to start making strides to try to come together and stop trying to like, you know, be separate. Stop trying to to one up each other. Oh, I make more money than you. Oh, I make more money than you. And that's what it's about. The family dynamic is missing. The family dynamic is missing. What about you get, I get, we put together, we build, we grow, we get more. Why do we have to be in competition? Why do we have to be, why do we have to be in opposition of each other when we're both in the same house working towards the same goals? We got to get together. We got to get it together. So my sisters out there. My sisters out there. I'm talking to you. 
it's time for you sisters to hold these brothers to a higher standard. And don't fear that, oh, they're going to get someone else. And if, if that's the case, you didn't need them. You didn't need them. If you're 20, 21, 22, 23 right now, I'm talking to you from, I've, I've been 21, 22, 23. From that perspective, I'm talking to you. I'm giving you inside game. Hold these brothers to make them come up to get you. Make them come up. Don't make them go down. And, and in doing this, we rectify the entire society. By default, the whole society, our whole community is uplifted. Start demanding these brothers be in college before you talk about, oh, I'm going to give you some. What's your career goals? What, what, like, what are you trying to get into? What's your passion? Understand that. Only thing these dudes know about is Call of Duty. And y'all going for it because he's cute. He got some nice jeans. If the men don't want to start and initiate the process to to elevate our community, then my sisters is on y'all. If the men are coward, if the men if the men are cowards, and they don't want to initiate it, then my sisters, we're looking, we're appealing to you. Make these brothers work for it. Make them work for it. You give it to them because it's, oh, it ain't nothing. I'm going to give it to them. No, make them work for it. And then, and by doing that, we uplift our entire community. Because you have a lot of brothers out here stop selling weed and crack and whatever they trying to sell out here and scamming people and trying to get real jobs, trying to build careers, trying to take their dreams and put them into fruition and, and making careers out of them. Nobody telling you you got to work at Burger King. God gave you drive. If you're passionate about something, if you want to be a rapper, then then let me see, let me see your work ethic. Not saying you can't get it done, of course you can get it done. But how many rappers are there? We need we we don't need another rapper. We don't. But maybe you're the next rapper that's going to change the the, the the evolution of rap. Maybe you're good, you're the you're the rapper that's gonna that's gonna surpass Biggie, Jay Z, Tupac, Nas, all wrapped in one. Maybe, or maybe not, or maybe not. And I'm not shooting down your dreams. I want to inspire you. I want to inspire you, but just don't have tunnel vision. Just don't have tunnel vision. There's many ways. You ever hear that expression? There's many ways to skin a cat. There's more than one way to skin a cat. There's more than one way. And you brothers, you young brothers out there, you make new ways up to do do more and more crazy shit every day. You make up new ways to scam. Why, why not make up new ways to invent? Put that same time and energy into something constructive and it will yield something constructive. If you spend your time delving into destructive manners, it's going to bring back destruction. 
It's just the way energy works. This is what you're dealing with. So just be mindful. Be mindful of what you're putting out in the universe and make these brothers work for it, sisters. Put that thought in his mind. What his life is like, like where your life is going. What what do you want to do? Ask the question. What do you want to do? time for us to wake up and my queens i need us i need y'all to wake up and hold these brothers accountable i need y'all to wake up and make these brothers know that you're not going to tolerate the same dumb shit over and over again you are crucial my sister you are crucial to everything that we're trying to build in the future I need you right now, queen. I need you to understand your power. Understand your worth. You're more than just a fat ass. You're more than just a pretty face. You bring value. You bring substance to this reality of ours. And you are needed. And I need you to understand that. Wake up. Stop falling for the same dumb shit. You are worth more. I want to remind you. I want to remind all of you to always speak your soul. I love you. And I hope you love me too. Peace.